0: Welcome to the Psychology Sisters podcast. Just two besties on a
1: quest to normalise the dialogue around mental health. I'm Kat, a registered psychologist.
0: And I'm Amy, a registered psychotherapist. In our episodes, we combine our skills, professional and personal experiences with a light sprinkling of science and a dabble of fun to help you to become informed, in control and empowered. Now let's dive deep into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome back to another
1: episode, another fun-filled episode. Um, today we're just doing a really mini episode. Um, we had a lot of you guys asking about how we got to where we are. Um, so we had a few people just wanting to know what we studied and what we're doing now. So we just speaking from experience. We're not. We're not kind of detailing every other option that's out there. Yeah. We're just kind of detailing what we did. Mm. Um, and please know everybody's different. There's so many different pathways out there. But we'll just let you know
0: what, what we did, I mm. guess. And there's lots of different qualifications in the mental health yeah. realm, from social worker to counsellor to... Occupational therapist. Yeah. Psychiatrist. Yeah. So we just thought we'd share our career pathways Yeah, so Yes, we've had you? so many of
1: you guys asking. I don't know if it's you guys are out there studying it or I think a few of... Maybe listeners are wanting to study mm. psychology, so or s- change career paths. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So we will give you all that information. So maybe we'll start off with you, Amy. Can you give us a rundown of, I guess, uni and what you're doing now?
0: Yep. So, uh, I guess studying psychology and getting registered is a very long part pathway it's a very long journey so I was at uni all up for six years I did a bachelor of psychology my undergrad so that is usually a three-year bachelor degree however because I went traveling um, I ended up taking a semester off so it took me approximately three and a half years I think it ended up actually being four years the way uni timetable worked out. Mm. So it did take me a little bit longer to do my undergrad bachelor degree. Once I completed that, I then enrolled in my master's degree, which is a master's of psychotherapy and counselling. And that was a two-year master's course in which I did clinical placement. And now I'm a registered psychotherapist and qualified counsellor. And I work with, with children. I have a big interest in relationships. And I guess that's the field that I'm really passionate about, mm. but also early childhood attachment. And I guess that's why I'm working with children now, because I'm really interested. And I guess during my master's degree, um, built up a wealth of knowledge around the importance of early attachment and and family relationships and dynamics and all that kind of stuff, which you know, I'm super interested in and have learnt a lot about. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that's my quick little recount down <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what about you um I did
1: not always want to be a psychologist I had no idea what I wanted to do actually I did one year of tourism first because mm-hmm. I love traveling I know um so then I changed to psychology I did a yeah, bachelor of arts majoring in psych and then I got into honours and then I did a that's honours is a year, year where you have to do a thesis and you have to do it's a whole thing so I finally got through honours and I was kind of wondering whether I should do clinical masters or if I should do there's a few other pathways after. After you finish honours for a psych, you can either do something called the five plus one, which is another year of uni, plus you do a year of placement, the four plus two, which is where you finish your four years of uni with honours and then do two years of placement of paid placement or you can go into masters. So I didn't get into the first round of clinical masters and I also couldn't afford to do another two years of masters. So I chose to do the four plus two pathway. So the first year of my internship, it's called an internship, but you get paid, which is great. I worked with adults and the second year, actually maybe the first 18 months I worked with adults. And then the second year up until now, I'm still, I'm working with kids. So with the four plus two, I went to a college and that gave me, you don't You don't actually have to go to a college, but what that gave me was supervision because you need to get supervision every week. I think it's about an hour and a half every week. Mm. You need to do a lot of assignments. Um, so you have to work full time and pretty much study full time. It was <laughs> exhausting. It was definitely a really hard slog because I was fresh into the workforce and expected to work with clients who had, for example, PTSD, um, borderline personality, so any psychosis. I was, yeah, I was almost like, what am I doing? They
0: threw you straight into the deep end. Straight into the
1: deep end. Um, So while I was doing that and full-time work, I was also, yeah, studying. So I'd have to go into my college every, um, I think it was, every two weeks for group supervision. And I had to go see my supervisor who lived pretty far away Every single week. Um, I also had to complete log books every week. I had to do, oh, I think over the whole course of the two-year internship, I had to do about 16 assignments. I had to do eight. Case studies. Eight, so case studies so are really long. I think it's two and a half thousand words of case studies. I also had to do a big exam. And I had to do a lot of little things in between. So it's a really, it's a big job. Um, it's not like uni. It's quite different to mm. uni. But yeah, so I finally finished all that up yeah, at the end of last year and then I got registered at the beginning of this
0: year. Mm.
1: So yeah, as Amy was saying, I work with kids at the moment, but I am considering going into maybe working with adults again, but mm. it's just a really great experience.
0: It is, it is. Yeah, similar to Cat, I did clinical placement in private practice with adults um, for I think about eight months and similar to cat i had to keep a log of all my supervision group supervision and that was weekly you have to get up a certain amount of hours Mm, um to get your registration and to complete um masters and then at the end um, i had a couple of really big exams i had some huge assignments and case studies and things like that as well and on top of completing my clinical placement hours i also studied full-time and worked Mm, two jobs jobs, (laughs) Yeah, so it was not an easy road, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Um, and similar to Cat, I think we both have um, pretty similar plans mm. in what we want to do in the future. And I definitely do want to work with adults more in the mm. future, even though I love working with children and it's been great experience.
1: And I think also please know that it's, it's a bloody hard slog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get so many questions from people who are just starting out psych and I always say... You need to love it. You need mm. to really love it. At the beginning I didn't realise it would take me. It took me about seven years or up. I didn't realise how long it would take me. I think I just went and been like, Yeah, this sounds pretty cool And then I think I, I was actually quite naive, which worked out well because if I had known how long it take, I might not have done it. But I'm so glad I did. And I feel like I know for honours and undergrad, I had to work so hard to get good marks, to Mm. get into honours. Mm. Some unis you get straight into honours, but the one I went to, we had to maintain a pretty high GPA. Mm. So, it wasn't like a degree where P's could get degrees. I remember I worked so bloody hard at uni um, and I you know, obviously got into honours, which is great, but honours was really hard as well. Mm. Um, I think it was less that the work was hard, but more it took a long amount of time. We had to do testing and experiments. You had mm. to write a really big thesis, um, plus do full-time study as well. So the, yeah, studying this is not easy. It's a really long time because there is so much to learn. And I think at the end of it, we're both so happy that we're finished.
0: Mm. <laughs> so happy. Mm. And... Another thing to note with this profession as well is you never stop learning. Mm. Like professional development is endless. Kat and I are still learning something Mm. new about...
1: You know We don't
0: know everything. In yeah. fact sometimes I feel
1: like I don't know much at all. The
0: brain has a <coughs> hundred billion neurons and it's the most complex organ in the human body and it's responsible for so many things. Mm. I don't think it's possible to know everything about yeah. human behaviour and the way the brain works. So and there's so many different <laughs> areas to specialise in. I mean
1: there's I guess we're doing developmental psychology at the moment with kids. Mm. You know, there's clinical psychs, so that's where you can do your masters. There's cognitive psych, forensic psych, industrial psych. So
0: organisation, organization, yeah. So if you're doing
1: um, like in the um, criminal justice system in courts. So there's so many different areas like social work. Mm. But if you are someone who does want to do masters and maybe doesn't get into clinical, I know it's maybe unis will tell you. I remember my uni did that. They kind of made you think that clinical masters was the only way you could ever get registered and, and, and all of that. And so, but only I—I I think two percent of you know my honors class mm-hmm. got in. So, I think maybe unis as well. Please keep this in mind that they want you to stay on because if you're doing another masters, you they get more money. <laughs> please know there's heaps of We're other so options. Yeah. So if you've just finished honors, please know there's the five plus one. The four plus two. I have a feeling they're retiring that. Mm-hmm. So the five plus one means that you might have to do an extra year of study, and then you can do the one year of the um supervised internship so there's lots of different areas and please don't think that if you don't get into masters it's the end of the world it's not um I think just unis sometimes are a bit biased in what they tell their students because they want you guys to stay Mm. I know also after you finish the fourth year or honours or you know maybe your uni might be different but they also might want you, like if you're into research, like doing a PhD, then you can always go that pathway as well. Mm. For me, I was never interested in a PhD. I got offered one, but I was like, I can't do another three years of study. Like it just, my brain was just absolutely fizzed and I couldn't mm. afford it. So that's why I did the um, four plus two because it was paid and it meant I could kind of hit the ground running and get started on getting registered. So, but that's not limited to what Amy and I have done there's so many other options out there and it's it can be confusing but you know just as long as you do your research and talk to people at uni and talk to maybe colleges that can help you with other you know qualifications that can really help too
0: yeah maybe see your uni careers advisor mm-hmm. um, and just ask what options you have what different pathways are available to you and I guess really have a think about what area of psychology you're interested in mm. and and make an informed decision that way
1: yeah and you can apply for different you know if you are wanting to go down the masters route you can go to different universities i applied for a few in queensland you can you know if that's something that is feasible to you mm. there's lots of different options you don't have to just be at your university you can go interstate yeah so it, there's lots of options that's just obviously amy and i's experience and what we've done it's not yeah, as I was saying, it's definitely not easy, but we are very happy that we've come out the
0: other side. Mm. I decided I wanted to be a psychologist when I was in year eight mm. and I never changed my mind. I was like, yeah, mm. that's where I'm going to be. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And then once I finished my bachelor degree, I I was always, I guess as I got older, I was always so interested in interpersonal relationships and how we connect and relate to other people so that's why I ended up choosing psychotherapy because it is more focused on interpersonal relationships and it's a very exploratory long-term intervention which allows you to have like that real analysis Mm -hmm. exploration approach
1: and psychotherapy is really good for trauma as well and i feel like with trauma you need a lot more sessions Mm. people who experience trauma will take longer to open up to a therapist so psych psychotherapy is really fantastic for that as well Mm. not just relationships but
0: trauma or, well, yeah, or anything it is person-centered trauma-informed yeah. therapy
1: yeah. so we also had a question um i forgot to <laughs> talk about this on a previous episode the difference between a psychologist and a psychotherapist so i think we've been over this a few times but we love out the sound of our voice so much we'll mm-hmm. tell you guys <laughs> again so as amy was just saying psychotherapy it's much more targeted at long-term intervention so how many sessions would you recommend generally for someone to see so,
0: you wouldn't you wouldn't cap it okay. it's very individual based so they call it person centered approach the person centered approach or person centered mm. therapy so it takes as long as it takes basically okay. um i might see a client for years mm. okay and it really is about going back um to what happened in infancy or early childhood and uh, resolving um conflict that hasn't been resolved or Um, looking at really painful trauma that might have never been touched before and that takes a lot of time Mm, okay but you know you do not have to go to psychotherapist just for relationship or
1: trauma Mm. A psychotherapist is obviously qualified in every other area as well great
0: for experiencing um, anxiety and Mm. depression Mm. Um, obviously it's a slightly different approach to cbt model um, but uh, evident it's Basically, psychotherapy is backed by neuroscience. Mm. So there is a lot of evidence behind it to support um, that it's, you know, an amazing approach for treating mental Mm. illness or mental health issues. I just, I feel like it's just not as well recognised. Mm. And because it isn't covered by Medicare, you don't get the Medicare rebate. Mm. It's not as popular.
1: Yeah, and I feel like psychs have had a lot more... Yeah, I guess the reason that you have to do statistics in uni is because they're really trying to push psych as a science, which it is. Mm. It, it certainly is, but unfortunately, what that means for psychotherapists or counsellors is that even though they're just as qualified, if not more qualified, and as I said, not, one is not better than the other, mm. it means that the Medicare doesn't Medicare in Australia doesn't recognise it as a. Mm. Well, the medical field doesn't recognize as a science because it doesn't have the statistics and the mm. and the assessments diagnostics. and the diagnostics. Mm. Yeah, so that's why psych um, seeing a psychologist is covered under Medicare. Um, I guess it's a little bit more regulated. Um, I guess I'm not sure with n- counselors that aren't psychotherapists. I'm not sure what the duration of their study is. So, as you can see, Amy's took five years, mine was six. So there's not much difference. Mine was six. In, so yeah, there is no. <sighs> I mean, I think the psychologists wear a lot more short-term, which is what doctors and mm. I guess why we get the a lot more model. referrals. Yeah. The medical model certainly um, encourages more short-term interventions with the results um, and psychologists can obviously do the IQ testing. They can do a lot more cognitive testing. But as I said, it's really what you are after and not one is not definitely not better than the other. Um, so it just depends on, you know, maybe having a talk to a few different Counselors, or psychotherapists, or psychologists, any mental health worker, and just seeing what what approach that suits you. um So yeah. Also, I do want to mention, um Amy and I both did Lifeline. Lifeline was fantastic. At we did that, I guess as experience to put on our resume. We did that. I think it was about a year. Yeah. So we definitely that was a really fantastic training. I'd recommend that because sometimes when you're fresh out of uni and you're looking for a job, that can be a really good thing to have on your resume. So we did the telephone crisis support role. Also, I worked, before I'd finished uni, I worked with kids who had disabilities that also seemed to look really good on my resume too. Obviously, I did it because I love it, but just getting the work experience mm. up can be really hard, um, especially if you're not registered yet or you still kind of at uni, but you're still wanting to get that experience. I also worked, uh, I also volunteered in... In an elderly – it was almost like a day centre. So, it was elderly people who had suffered from Alzheimer's. So, I volunteered there. So, just getting – I think volunteer is the best way to go if you're stuck on trying to get some experience. Just go mm. to Lifeline you have to apply for. It's actually quite a hard thing to get, yeah, into, the volu- to get into the volunteer mm. with Lifeline. But that they do a fantastic job at training you. I think it does cost some money. But it's honestly – Lifeline training has been so good, I guess, for just – really knowing your suicide stuff mm. um and really knowing how to go about that process but yeah any volunteer work that you can find that is a little bit related to mental health is it looks really really good on your resume as well so yeah that's just what we did mm. Alrighty, guys well i hope that was helpful feel free to give us a dm or anything like that if you're still unsure about stuff um and we can answer you guys there all right guys thank you thanks for listening bye
0: Thank you so much for listening if you love this episode or you know someone who might we would love you to share this with them if you want to see more please follow us on our instagram at the psychology sisters
1: please note the content shared in this episode is for educational and general informational purposes only and does not replace personalized advice and support from a mental health professional see you next episode for more spicy science and sexy self-help